Does the world have expectations that you can't meet or you refuse to meet? Welcome to The Not Guide. I'm your host, Alex Berg. I started this podcast because after college, I didn't see a lot of people being open about making mistakes or fucking up after. So I felt isolated and a loser because I felt like that. And I'm done feeling that way. So I'm going to tell you how it is while doing it the most terrifying method possible for me. Being vulnerable. Grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and let's get real. Okay, so, hey everyone. (laughs) Sorry, I messed up the recording of this er episode a little bit earlier, but I'm lucky enough this week to be joined by Diane Nico, who is the only one in the world of her name, and you are. And... She is an amazing person, and I met her in college, and she has some really good feedback that I think everyone needs to know. So, thank you again, Diane. Oh, no, thank you. You're so, you're too nice. You're (laughs) too nice to me. We've argued about this more. She's so much nicer. I'm so mean to you sometimes. I I mean, I don't know why you were nice. (laughs) From a place of love, but. (laughs) That was always why. (laughs) Um, So, tell us a little bit about your college journey because I know it wasn't it was typical for our year kind of I feel like Mm -hmm. but it wasn't typical of what you expect college to be no for like so many different reasons um so I I had a little bit of a a different college experience because I started college so much later Mm -hmm. and there's like a handful of reasons why um and like one of the biggest is it's actually not that I started college later. I started like a semester after it. In theory, I should have started, you know, because you're expected to go to high school and then like immediately, like you graduate high school in like June or whenever, depending mm-hmm. where you live. And you're expected like that August to like be in a college setting. And that didn't work out for me for like personal reasons that aren't important. Yeah. But then I, um, I like immediately though, as soon as I was ready, I like went to the community college because I didn't have scholarships. I wasn't, I, I, you know, what's funny is I totally could have gotten scholarships and I just didn't go for them. But also like the scholarship to me at that age, I was terrified. Like there were so many, even if you applied to like a thousand, I, I just was so terrified of them. I think even, I think we don't talk, like people don't talk a lot about what it means to like be afraid to fail. I don't think it's actually the fear of failure. I think it's, or like even the fear of succeeding, like people say there's like a fear to succeed. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. I think that is like such a misunderstood term. Mm-hmm. I think it's, um, I think it's more of the idea of like, or at least for me, it was more of the, like, you know, they say like, they make everybody apply for the same scholarships and you're just like, why, why am they, why are they going to give it to me? Yeah. So I think that's why I didn't try was because I was like, I'm afraid I'm going to waste my time and really want okay. something and not get it. Yeah. So I didn't have scholarships. I didn't have anything. And um, so I, I, you know. And she has a diploma now. I just want to say that. Little yes, insert. I did. Oh, I yeah. did graduate <laughs> just two, just a year and a half ago, basically. Yeah. You know, a little bit less than that. But yeah, thank God. Um, I'm glad <laughs> I finally did. But I, I started going to community college because I was told that was the best way to do it. Right. I was told, you know. You go to community college, you get all of your prereqs out of the way, 
And then you're supposed to go to like college and you'll save time and you'll save money. And like, neither of those things were true in my situation, which sucks, which sucks. And there's like a couple of things wrong with that system, because first of all, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but one thing we didn't talk about also is if you don't know what you're going to go to school for, if you don't know what degree you're going to go to when you get to um, a university, be careful because you might end up wasting time and money at community college too. Yeah, like, you might waste it at, call, at university. That's what I did. I mean, it's fine to be like, I think this is what I'm going to do and go for it. Yeah. It's another thing to be like, I have no idea what I want to do and start going to, and taking prereqs. I would actually say, if you don't know what you want to go to college for, don't take prereqs. Yeah. Take actually like more specific classes to oh, figure yeah. out what you like. And don't take those bullshit classes where it's like, help, let us help you find you, your major. I took one of those. That <laughs> was, oh my goodness, biggest waste of time. Everyone laughed at everything. It was a complete waste of space. Yeah. Because because other thing is, if you don't know what you want, you don't know how many credits you need or anything. I took mm-hmm. two math classes. That was it. And I took like an English class, I think one, and that was it. Yeah. But like, I know some people who like, they didn't know what they wanted to go to university for. Mm -hmm. And they took like two or three years worth of like math classes. And I'm like, did you even need those? Like you probably just wasted so much time. Um, But, but like the the other thing that, that didn't happen to me because I knew exactly what I wanted to go for. Yeah. So when I talked, yeah. So when I talked to the counselors at the community college they helped me like see what I needed to take for my prereqs that way I could finish my prereqs and in theory like when I got to university I would be taking like my first and second year classes and like my first year Mm -hmm. and I would just like accelerate which is good that's like kind of what you want if you go to a community college yeah like I was like this is gonna be great like I'm Mm -hmm. gonna finish um my schooling so quick and I'm gonna save so much money and then I like finished all my prereqs and I didn't actually go to university right away. I got completely derailed because I got this really awesome job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was working in retail, but I was working for Apple. And by the way, like, you don't know how it, this was 2010. So it was a lot better than it is now, right? Um, I, I would say so. I'm okay. not at Apple anymore. Um, I know people who are, and, you know, I've been to the stores since I left, and I left in 2013. I would say the stores have changed a lot, but, you know, like, everything has changed a lot, so I don't want to go out there and be too judgy, because, I don't know, I'm not there. No, I know, I just meant for the employee benefits, because I remember you saying it was, like, really good benefits, and now it's a little bit different. They're just different, yeah, but, um... Not hating on Apple, just... No, no. Same. But, like, I felt so special because it was, like, a statistic back then. And I don't know if this is still true now. But back then, the statistic was you were more likely to get into Stanford than you were to get a job at Apple. Like, if you applied. Oh, that must have been such a good ego boost. Oh, it was awesome. But to be fair, it took me, like, six months. Like, I started applying the minute I turned 18. So that was, like, September of 2009. And I didn't get a like call back from them until like May of 2010 wow. because I remember I was gonna walk into one of my classes when I they called me and were like will you come in for this interview um uh-huh. and so that's when that's when my education got derailed yeah <laughs> um I did I took like instead of basically instead of taking classes every semester I would take classes like once a year right for those next like three and a half years 
So at the end of three and a half years, you know, I'm, how old am I? I was actually in college. I was 18, right? So I was like 21. Mm-hmm. Um, I got let go. And all of a sudden I'm like, I'm 21 years old. I don't have a college education, which is like, by the way, fine. Like some people do perfectly fine without a college Yeah, education. trade school. I mean, like, you know, some people find their niche and there, there are opportunities out there, mm-hmm. but you do have to start early and you have to have a very specific skill. Right. Otherwise you end up like me who I did really well at Apple. Mm-hmm. I like not to like boot, like not to like chew my own horn, but I was like an excellent, Toot excellent your own employee. Horn. Like I got fired from Apple and when I left, none of my bosses were happy about it. Yeah. Like they were all miserable. And like, I got hugs from my bosses who had to be the ones to tell me, like, we hate to say it, but we have to let you go. And they were like, please put us as references on your resume. Like I was an excellent, excellent employee. I was great at what I did, but I didn't have skills to go do anything besides maybe go to another store. Right. And I was 21 years old. So like most of my friends were like maybe about to enter their senior year of college. Right. And I was like, cool. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I only was like lucky enough to find a job because another girl who had also left Apple had like just started another job after she'd been gone longer than me. And she like brought me on board with her. Right. And it was while I was there because in theory, the reason why I was interested in working with her was because I knew I wanted to go into uh, graphic design, which is what I graduated with. Mm-hmm. a degree in and so I was like I want to do something kind of like artistic for my job and I wasn't doing anything artistic but I was at a performing arts center ah, yeah that's okay. the only reason why I ended up there was I was like how can I somehow get closer to a creative world gotcha. I mean in reality that job had nothing to do with creativity at all for me because I worked in the box office yeah but um it opened up like I don't know it just was it still a more fun environment than being in retail yeah but it was still another, I think, like a year of being there or six months before I was like, it had to have at least been a year mm-hmm. that I was there before I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. I want to do the things that I really like to do. And I want to do, like, I want to have a career. I don't want to just have a job. Right. Which is a thing. Like some people, you know, you, you, you will hear people say that and you're going to kind of be like, oh, whatever. Like a job is a job. And right. it's really to me, it's not because I define a career as like more than just a job. Yeah. Cause you want to, I don't want to say you want to do it for the rest of your life, but you would be okay and happy if you did at this point. Yeah. And there's to me also like with a career, you see a path. Yeah. Um, with a job, maybe there's not really a path for you. Mm-hmm. That's a good description. I like that yeah. way to differentiate. Cause yeah. So like you would say like, reasons being so like let's say you look at a grocery store Mm -hmm. at a grocery store there can be jobs and there can be careers right if your goal one day is to be manager then that could be a career for you no matter where you start but like if you're going to be a cashier for the rest of your life at you know Kroger's or Fry's or whatever then that's just a job yeah (laughs) like sorry and maybe, and I don't know, maybe some people will be mad about me saying that because they'll be like, well, it's been a crap, mom's been cashier for her whole life and she loves it. Like, good if for your mom. If that's what makes you happy, that's what you should do. Yeah, like, that's, mind. there's that's, nothing. That's where the differentiation. Yeah, there's nothing comes. wrong with having a job if that's what you want. Yeah. 
but I wanted something more. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to work in the box office forever. And I didn't want to be manager of the box office. And no. I didn't want to be part of, this was a non That was not what you, yeah. But I still didn't want to be part of like the board of this nonprofit. I knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a designer or web developer. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to finally go to university. Mm-hmm. And by the way, here's like another thing that I learned like the difference between university. So I wasn't ready when I went to university for what I was going to see versus what I saw in community college. What do you mean? In community college, you see a huge mix of people in your classes. I, I literally would go to classes with like kids my own age. I would go with older people, with senior citizens. I remember a woman bringing in her newborn baby. Mm-hmm. Like she, she missed class for a couple of weeks because she went and she gave birth. You came back with a newborn baby in class, like breastfeeding in the front row. Like, first of all, hell yeah. Like, I don't know if Go I could do it. it. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know if I could do it. And the teachers were so nice. The teacher was like, oh, no problem. Like, you know, like they, that would have been one of the teachers. Like if the baby would have started crying, I bet you she would have picked her up. And right. <laughs> it would have been like, it, Instagram wasn't even a thing, I think, back then. Oh my God, I'm you're not that old. I'm not that old. You're not at all. But um, like that is, so that's the way community college works. And even more so if you take med classes, which like is always tempting when you're first starting college, you're like, oh, oh hell yeah. I'm never going to wake up at 7 a.m. again. I'm going to sleep in and I'm going to take all night classes. And uh, you, if you take night classes at community college, it's always older people because it's people who just left their nine to five. Right. Going to class. But you go to university and so, like, it's different. So I'm... Our university or our classes, classes were usually predominantly white. That's, yeah, that's, I mean... That's another thing. That's a whole other story yeah. of, like... I mean, like, that's another, yeah, crazy discussion another of, like, layer. who can afford to go to, like, a university like ASU. And especially in our, our program is so expensive yeah not just like forget about the tuition oh yeah no Mm-mm. just for school supplies I need never in my wildest dreams imagine how expensive the supplies were gonna be I would agree like you never thought you would and also you thought if you did it like you know how when you were a freshman and you got those kits mm-hmm. or in the every beginning of every year you got a kit and it was a bag full of everything you needed. Sometimes you would think, oh, I'm good for the whole year, right? I just shelled out this many hundred of dollars. Yeah. You were like, wow, this was a lot of money. Oh, but I guess if I had books, it'd be just as much. Yeah. But then like you, you end have up, to keep getting more and more. You end up spending like more than that initial kit throughout the year. It, at least minimum. Like, at least like three times. Unless you like make a point no upperclassmen like so many other factors yeah but um I was 23 I think 22 23 when I finally started at ASU and I walked in and everybody was like 18 <laughs> minus like the first year is a little bit weird too because there's like a lot more students in your first year and like we lost almost everybody yeah our program only accepted 24 some odd kids it was like I think it's like 40? 40? It's yeah. 40, and then some people maybe will, who didn't get in the first time, will try again the second time. So we got just a small handful that way. Yeah. So your first year, um, you don't really know everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and then by the next year, you don't know. And, and then, yeah. So like, but it's like wild because I walk in and I'm not really thinking anything of it. And I'm like, I'm surrounded by teenagers. And I'm like 22, 23. And I'm like, oh. and I like, and you beat yourself up so much because all of a sudden you do the math and you're like, 
I'm going to be 27 when I graduate. Like I'm almost going to be 30 when I graduate. And these people are going to be like 21, like they're going to be my age. I'm starting when everybody else is graduating. And it's like this moment of just like dread of like, what did I do for the past like four years? And in that moment, it feels awful. It like really does. And there's still, I mean, I say that everybody is like 18. That's not really true. There were a couple that were absolutely older than that. One of like my really good friends who graduated the program with me is Sydney. She was older than that. She also had, you know, she was married, had three kids. Like she was full on, like she's actually not that much older than me. Mm-mm. I think she was 30 when she we graduated or 30. Yeah. Something she was like just that. like a couple years older than me. Yeah. So, I mean, I know she understands that feeling too. And sometimes it's just like a feeling of frustration too of like, oh my God, like so much time. Like I wish I would have gotten here sooner. Um, which like looking back now, I'm so glad I didn't because it wouldn't have made, it wouldn't have worked out for me. Um, cause I had, I ran into so many opportunities that did, that wouldn't have existed. No, they would not have existed because they didn't. They, I was literally the first and every single opportunity I got, I was the first. Wow. Everything. Isn't that wild? You're just amazing. <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying amazing. I'm like, no, I just think you're amazing. Thank you. Cause yeah, I got, uh, am I off topic? Are we on topic? No, you're fine. (laughs) I feel like I'm rambling, but I don't know if I'm actually rambling. I mean, you're talking about your college experience, but like, uh, yeah, like I feel like, like I can't even imagine what my college experience would have looked like if I had started when I was 18. Um, not because I was that much, not, a, not because I was a, like, different person necessarily, although, like, I definitely am, like, we're always different than I, our four yeah, years I ago person, right? Yeah, I would be a different person. I feel like at 18 or at a young age, everything is taken personally, and then as you I grow I still older, take everything personally. <laughs> but, like, I mean, that's me specifically, yeah. mm-hmm. that it's like, oh my goodness, she didn't look at me. <gasps> yeah. Instead of saying hello one morning because I was sleep depressed you know, and it's so, and as you grow older, I think you realize it's not just you, Mm -hmm. but that's me. That's like my idea, but I think you do change. I mean, just from college itself, I'm definitely not the same person I was when I graduated (laughs) and I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah. So I think that's, I think it actually helped you. Oh, I mean, I mean, like I, I say how like, upsetting it was to realize how much older I was and how old I was going to be when I graduated but it also lit this like amazing fire under me mm-hmm. that like made me so strategic like strategic and the way I did everything like for instance because our program wasn't going to accept everybody after the first year I was like I like there is you no room mm-hmm. to mess around here there's no room to mess around like I have to do everything in my power not just being a good student because there's going to be good students everywhere and I also, by the way, know I'm not the, I'm a good student, but I'm not the best student. So I have to do everything in my power. That meant like more than I would have otherwise going to events where I knew like the teachers were going to be. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, if I can get my face and my name in their heads, they're going to remember me later when they're looking at people's names. Mm-hmm. And some people say it's calculated, but no, it's strategic. Well, I honestly thought you were, I don't think I would have slept if it wasn't for you. Because we, I, you prioritize sleeping and eating, and that was different for me. I was hungry. <laughs> Every week, 
The goal is to tell a story, a point of view, anything really that doesn't fit the status quo. The so-called American dream, but someone's truth and reality. Mostly it'll be me, but hopefully I'll get some interviews in here. If you get anything out of this, please let it be to be kind. With vulnerability comes assholes, but so much love also. So try to lead with the love. Okay, real talk over.